ladies. Gentlemen. Looks like the work of a ghost. Let's start by ruling out ghosts. Welcome back to the Halloween 365 Podcast. The only podcast where it is horror 24-7 and Halloween 365. You bet your sweet bippy it is. All summer long, baby. As always. Oh, as always, we're on the... Well, not always, but as of now, we're on the summer of adventure. We made some detours, we made some stops, talked to the devil, looked at some pirate ships. And today, we're going to go a little bit deeper into yeah, that. Yeah. Down in a hole. Way down in a hole. Down in a deep, deep hole. Way, Way down in a hole. Oh, man. How you been? Uh, How you been? Doing good. Doing, doing good? good for everybody out there. If this is your first episode, I'm Justin. Your other host is Chad. We usually have another host named Jeremy, but he's not here. Um, I'm doing good. You know, we've already got past the 4th of July, and the only thing left is Halloween, baby. The only thing left is Halloween. That's it. That's it. We're we're not we're we're on our way there. We do have one big big event coming mm-hmm. up here on the podcast. Which which we thought weeks. that we had already passed it. <laughs> I was scared I was for a minute because I thought we had forgotten. But uh, our one year anniversary of Halloween three six five will be in two wonderful mm-hmm. short weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we got planned for that episode, but... Uh. <laughs> well, considering that we both thought that we passed it, uh, it sounds like we're going to have to come Ooh. up with something, but... I think we are. We are. Yeah. We got lucky. Just big things. From here on out, it's big things. We've got the the one-year anniversary. We've got Halloween. We've got, uh, well, first autumn, then Halloween. Um... It's it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting next few weeks next couple months everybody um, it's already happening in the stores it's it's getting there I've seen it I've seen it um, uh, not Hobby Lobby mm. uh, Michaels Michaels yes. had some stuff out yes. the other day uh, Michaels so. at home uh, a few places are starting to get oh. stuff and their websites are starting to fill stuff up too so we are here. You got any news for us? Quick, oh. quick tidbits to jam in. Yes, there? sir. Yes. No? Uh, quick H three six five news. Just some stuff to uh, throw at everybody at the very top of the episode. Um, upcoming is the eighth Scares That Care charity weekend. If you are near Williamsburg, Virginia, um, they are going to have the Scares for Care charity, where they'll have three days of horror fun including the et 40th anniversary cast reunion as well as um appearances from other horror movie movie stars um like daniel harris from halloween so everybody want to go check that out if you're near there it's for a good cause um also in the news we have an interview that john carpenter recently spoke about halloween ends and he was teasing that it will be a departure from the previous michael meyer films the quote the exact quote from sir carpenter he says with a chuckle well it's halloween and it ends you'll see it's a departure from all the others it's interesting dave is a really good director i love working with him and that's it that's all we got from it. I don't know. I don't know how to take it. I don't I know. I really either. don't know. I was asking you the same thing. I was like, I wonder if he means a departure in a good way or a bad way. 
We'll find out for ourselves soon enough. Maybe even sooner. If that novelization oh, makes yes, its way out to the shelves. Oh, yes, that is right. That is right. Yeah, the Halloween novel novelization is up for pre-order, so you're more than likely going to be able to get your hands on it before you actually see the movie in theaters. So please, God, don't ruin it for everybody. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it, people. Don't do it. Well, stick around. We'll have a lot more news near the end of the episode, mm -hmm. I believe. Yes, sir. Is that correct? Yes, All right. Awesome. Time permitting. But time permitting. I hope course. you got your grappling gear, though. I don't. You don't. I, I have. Not. <laughs> Are we free falling? I, I uh, straight up like Tom Petty, man. I gotta go in free falling. I or so. Let me ask you a question. Who was uh our our? I loved our little um vignette this week. Our 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 thumbnail, <laughs> right? For jo Journey to the Center of the yeah. Earth. <laughs> Which was that Brandon Fraser's <laughs> that was, movie? Or was I did that? the Brandon Fraser okay. one instead of uh, the Rock. Uh, yeah, I thought there was a Rock one, but I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it's like uh, Journey, Mystery Island, or something like that. Br Brandon yeah, Fraser's the one that went to shit. the center of the earth. <laughs> well, I'll I'll <laughs> tell you. Um, do you have Do you have a favorite center of the earth style movie? I don't know how many are, are there. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like there's I, a few. For a second, there's not a lot. Whenever I was looking up stuff to make the thumbnail for this episode, I for a second thought that um, uh, Land of the Lost was a center of the Earth movie, but it's not. It's sort of it's it's it is, but it's not. Yeah, it's like it's. He weird. went to another dimension, right? Because that's the first thing. Yeah, as far as I know. Um, that's always kind of what my mind goes to is uh, Land of the Lost. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. essentially, that's the only one that I can think of is Journey to the Center of the Earth. So, unless you have yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, um, probably Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. Uh, well, I guess that is one, isn't it? Current yeah. favorite. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. That's something that I came across in research was that the Hollow Earth theory inspired the making of Godzilla and Kong. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's it is completely riddled, um, in in a good way. So, I mean, if you haven't seen yeah. those movies, I want I want to come back to this though. I want to like yeah no no, no, no I want to totally, put a pin totally. in that exact conversation. Yeah, that yes. subject. Um, yeah, yeah. Because, as I said, this road trip to Halloween, this road trip to autumn, we've took a detour. We've headed all the way up to the fucking North Pole. Because that's where you're going to find yeah. us. Because yeah. that's where the entrance to the uh, Hollow Earth supposedly is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> so, let me preface this by saying that this was um, a Jeremy episode this was something that he was really yes. passionate about doing and he kept mentioning hollow earth guys let's do hollow earth let's do it so he's not here and i've got the reins and if i miss anything that he wanted to talk about his fault <laughs> yeah true because i i don't know shit about hollow earth outside of the i movie. know a bit but yeah. not i mean i don't know he just might have had something specific that he wanted to speak on uh but 
Essentially, yeah. Yeah. for everybody out there that's not heard of Hollow Earth, it's okay. So, as we know in modern day science, the Earth is layers and it's got a core of what they believe to be molten metal, right? Magma of sorts. Magma. Mm-hmm. I, Magma. Yeah, I, Magma. <laughs> yeah. Lasers. Um, <laughs> so, and then you've got the crust and the mantle and so on and so forth. Well, mm-hmm. for the hollow earth believers out there, they seem to think that instead of there being a crust and a mantle and all these other things that science knows it to be, um, they believe that it's hollow and that there's a whole nother ecosystem inside of this earth. Our earth. This earth. What am I saying? Our earth. They think that there is a whole earth in the core of your earth beneath your feet. Uh, we're talking animals. We're talking possibly people. We're talking vegetation. Uh, one theory even goes as far as to say that they think that there is a molten core, but one side of it is dark and frozen over, and the other side is not. So two sides of this hollow earth, you'd have nighttime and daytime. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so like, in my head, this place sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> um, like, like, yeah. You know, you're standing in the middle of this day and night split down the middle. Uh, it reminds me of, uh, when I was reading it, it reminds me of the movie that Robin Williams did whenever he goes to Purgatory. And he's in his own little... You know what I'm talking about? He's in a painting. Like, he gets hit by a car. He's able to walk in between night and day. Like, he's standing literally in a field between night and day. And he's moving left and right in between them. Anyways. um, So, we have heard about the Hollow Earth Theory in several different ways. Like Chad said, um, you've got King Kong and Godzilla, which used it as a uh, good thing to inspire them to make these movies and the literature that goes with them. But one thing that we wanted to really dive into, or that I personally did for the Hollow Earth episode, is, is it even possible? Because as far as I've always known, having a core is something that's essential for Earth to fucking be habitable? Uh, that's what I always Am thought. I wrong there? I thought that we, we wouldn't. I mean, I've always thought that we couldn't exist without a core yeah, of that nature. Exactly. Um, maybe I'm wrong. You mm. know, may, <laughs> who's to say? But yeah, th- doesn't there have to be something there, kind of holding it all together? Um, a life. Yeah, source and then you know. think about the tectonic plates too, or is it okay? So the diagrams that I have looked at show that there is. You know, the crust of the hard rocks and the metals and the tectonic plates that cause earthquakes and so on and so forth. But that there is a smaller Earth, probably, we're talking moon-sized, inside of the Earth. So how are they getting nutrients, light, things the, like that? Things that how, how is vegetation growing? The, the half-lit core. But is that enough? It's they're uh, you know explaining I mean? it to be like a mini sun. 
that if it's warm enough to heat up the earth, that it would be warm enough to sustain vegetation inside of the earth. Is essentially what is being suggested. So hang on, let me let me let me rewind you back. Let me let me massage your temples yeah, yeah, and let's... take you back into the <laughs> back in time a little. Take me away, doctor. Okay. Take me so, away. On record, as far as we know, the first person to scientifically speculate that there is a hollow earth was none other than Edmund Haley. The same Haley that the comet was named after. So Haley's Comet, Edmund Haley. He's the same man that uh, suggested that there is a hollow earth that we are living on. Mm -hmm. This took place in 1692. So in 1692, we also got to think this... Don't take this as anything... Except for what I'm saying. Pay attention to the dates. Because 1692, we're talking people that still thought that the Earth was flat. I would like to say that as a definitive fact. But now we've got people that still think the fucking Earth is flat. So, I don't know if that's even something that I can chalk yeah, up. Some somehow. This is ridiculous. Okay. So, <laughs> well, okay. I guarantee that the people that think the Earth is flat do not... Uh, talk to the people who think there's a hollow earth because <laughs> it's like a. I want to get a debate uh, against a hollow earther and a flat earther and just. Oh my god! Uh, Deathmatch. That's that's what we need. <laughs> well, uh, that's that's what we need. We'll put them in the octagon and let them go at it. Oh. Oh, and you gotta down, throw man. those donut earth people in that think that the moon and the sun shoot in the middle of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we're just like a yeah. we're a fucking floating water wingy in the universe. <laughs> okay. Oh my so, god. So, 1692, uh, Edmund Haley, his theory was that the planet is a series of nested spherical shells that are spinning in different directions inside of the earth and that the dead center is hollow okay. and that there is life on every section that is spinning so like you've got one section that spins this way and then you've got this section that's spinning this way while they're you see what I'm saying and then you've hmm. got yeah that's that's a that was his first it's like suggestion. A, like gears in a clock. Yes. Um, or those spheres that sit on people's desk that you can give a spin and everything's moving. and Yeah, yeah, yeah everything's Exactly. Okay. Same yeah, theory, yeah, 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 yeah. except yeah. he's thinking that's what's going on below our feet at all times. And this is in 1692, like I said. So, in uh, fast forward a little bit in time, actually quite a bit in time, in 1818, John Clevis Sims Jr. published his circular number one document declaring to the world that the earth is hollow now what's important about this first of all it's eerie and here's the creepy part about this and why you're wondering that the halloween podcast is talking about hollow earth so uh sims was a war veteran of the war of 1812 and he was highly respected and thought to be somewhat of a thinker that he knew what shit was going on out in the earth even though this is still 1818 that we're talking about here but essentially um sims declared in his document that 
the world is hollow and that there's vegetation and possibly even people living down there. He was the first one to actually state that publicly. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to go out Oh, of yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that came out of nowhere and scared the hell out of me. <laughs> um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this guy is whacked out of his mind. Um, and here's why. I wonder if he's one of the few that believe in the um, lizard people theory. <laughs> if you I don't know. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Highly respected yeah. 1812 war hero. Hmm. Okay, so as we're sitting (laughs) right now, for everybody that's listening, and for Chad, uh, my friend, my co-host, is this creepy to you at all right now where we're sitting? Eh, Not really. I I mean, anything that's the thought of the unknown is a little creepy, you know? But it's not like, ooh, spooky. It's more like fascinating Mm -hmm. than it is anything. Okay. That's how I was leaning toward, too. And then I got to read this note, and I, I you probably heard me reading it earlier, but this is the the um, circular number one document that John Clevis Sims had uh, made and had sent around uh, and put in papers uh, to declare that okay. this is what he believes and he will take it to his grave. So he says... I declare that the earth is hollow and habitable within, containing a number of solid concentric circles, one within the other, that is open at the holes, I mean, excuse me, at the poles, there are two holes, 12 and 16 degrees. I pledge my life in support of this truth and am ready to explore the hollow. If the world will support and aid me in this undertaking, I ask... 100 brave companions that are well equipped to start from Siberia in the fall season with reindeers and sleighs on the ice of the frozen sea. I engage we find warm and rich lands in the hollow stocked with thrifty vegetables and animals, if not many men. Hmm. And so, with that being his declaration... The two holes that everybody references in the North and the South Pole are known as the Sims Poles. Oh, okay. Okay. So, did he carry out this expedition? Uh, he did not. Okay. He, he, I feel he, like it would be kind of hard to convince 100 people. To. Well, so he did give it a shot. He was eventually able to convince enough people of the possibility of the hollow earth theory in 1822. And he and his supporters actually got Congress to vote uh, for funding on the expedition because he wanted this to be like a federal, like the U.S. government, like, guys, there's some shit up there. And he started actually making Congress people believe this uh, in 1822. But whenever it came down to the actual congressional vote for the funding of the expedition, the grant was shot down. And uh, Sims did not change his belief, though. And obviously, his thought process never died. Wow. Man. But his dream sure did, because it never happened. Yeah. (laughs) That's a bummer. That's Mm -hmm. a bummer. I, I mean... 
I mean, how do you prepare for something like that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't. So, I, you don't know what's down there. That's. If, let's say you go. Yeah. You know, let's say you're successful. Mm-hmm. Is it hot? I guess. Like, is it? Is that's it, the curiosity of it. I mean, there could be parts that it's snowing. There could be parts, like if there's, if there really is a part where there is no core. Like, if one side of the core is dead, like some people suggest, and then the other side is lit, and that's the warm, sunny part, then the other side would be, like, even if there's vegetation, it would have to be rough, like, cold. You ain't never seen hot. <laughs> it gets hot in the hollow. In Texas. It gets hot in the hollow, I'll tell you. Um, uh, but, yeah, so this is 1822 when Sims proposed this, and he made this declaration. Everybody thought he was full of shit. Is there somebody walking? No, I'm joking. It's the ambiance. But, uh... <laughs> the poor... Shortly after that, in 1864, we had Mr. Jules Verne that published A Journey to the Center of the Earth, which spawned the movie that uh, inspired our thumbnail for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it spawned the... Years later, who would have thought... You know? <laughs> That would be used for podcast. Yeah. That's the ghost of Jules Verne right now laughing his ass off. <laughs> yeah, it's... Well, I mean, so a journey to the center of the earth could arguably just be like somebody saying that that was Jules Verne version of um, Dante's Inferno. You know? Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. So, yeah. And then he just used these crazy old fuckers' uh, theories... Uh, he used Haley's theory and he used Sims theory. Um, he just like kind of like knitted them together to create God. this. And then all that did was feed into everybody that's out there. I know, <laughs> and, and now we get people germ. Oh. <laughs> Those we can't completely people. shit on it yet because we're I, leaning here. We're acting like it's not real, that it couldn't be. I I I'm saying okay. I, I'll keep I'll keep listening, okay. but. I'll tell you where I'm going to end up. Uh, well, I'm kind of <laughs> so. I'm kind of curious what you think of the expedition that Sims was wanting to do. Like, see, that's fascinating because it's the man was confident enough to believe in it. You know, I, I don't think that he. Um, let's face it. Nobody sets out on an expedition to be wrong, right? Yeah. He was Unless expecting to something. be going across the Arctic Ocean ice and to eventually at some point see either below the ice or just out in the open a huge opening that led kind of like um, uh, the pit the pit of hell or whatever that's called that 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 pit that is extremely huge and it's constantly on fire in in uh, like South America. Yeah. He was finding, wanting to find, yeah, essentially, yeah. that's what their opening looks like in all their illustrations. And I guess they're wanting to repel down into that was what his... And he was wanting to stay um, from autumn until the next spring. Hmm. With a hundred men. That was his food source, those hundred men. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. <laughs> We're, uh, those are the decoys for whatever the hell's eating people down there. Exactly that too. Um, I don't know. Like, like it's just it's it's compelling. Yeah. 
It is absolutely compelling. But I just have such a hard time wrapping my head around the, the, the fact that there's no way, no surefire way, you know, to, to, to confirm that. Like, how would he know? This was in 18, what, 1812, you said? Uh, Which one, Sims? Yeah, Sims. Or it was 18, 1812 Sims. to 1822-ish. There's no way to, to surefire know that, you know, there's no satellites at this point. There's no, no one's doing any crazy expeditions up mm -hmm. there, or else we would have already have known about that. What made him so confident that, oh, yep, this is there. It's I there. I think that he just read uh, what Edmund Haley was talking about. As what I, that's what I assume. It doesn't say as to why he come up Almost with the Almost 200 years later. Yeah. 200? Yeah, right around hmm. 200 years. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't well, know. it's fascinating. It is. It is. And so... The things that people expect to see in there are a little bit more in detail uh, if you look further into these people's work. They technically believe that um, half of the planet is taken up by the surface weight, and then there's empty space in the middle, right? So the, that's where the ecosystem would be. But uh, technically, hmm. suspended in the center of that hollow is an interior sun, as we discussed. And that is, it's divided by night and day sides. Um, but the thing that I was talking about, that, uh, the other stuff that they expect to be down there, is what they are calling a super race uh, of megafauna. So we're thinking like how there was megafauna like during the prehistoric era. Um, there very well could be, some people suggest that there could be... Uh, animal species that we've never seen or surviving dinosaurs that never mm. got affected by an asteroid or the ice age <laughs> I don't know man I don't know I mean well that that kind of circles back around to the Godzilla mm -hmm. thing um, well you know the whole yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's what I was want. That's the whole reason I was wanting to come back. Good, thank you for bringing that back up. Is because that's yeah, essentially yeah. what people they were suggesting is that they that's where they rubbed, I mean came from, right? Was the Hollow Earth? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. As far as I know, it's like they they there were these ancient species that were throwing down for years, and they ran out of a home and found their way in our world shit got sour right um you know and i mean who who's to say it's something like that doesn't exist somewhere i don't know and I, would I mean, it not kind of what if that's where cryptids come from 100 percent, 100 percent. that's actually really cool like a really cool idea write that down <laughs> like if cryptids <laughs> are coming out write of hollow down. earth uh and yeah, yeah well, I'm writing that down. I just realized why you told me to write that yeah, down. Write, write that down. <laughs> write that down. Okay. Write that yeah, down. so that's, uh, I mean, to me, I was thinking like, 
all these weird fucked up cryptids. Maybe that's a good, like, maybe Bigfoot. Maybe that's the reason he just fucking disappears. Maybe he goes into the cave systems, right? Everybody assumes that Bigfoots are, like, going to sleep and hide in caves. How else do they disappear in the middle of the fucking woods? But There's, like, like sub-genres. Yeah, maybe systems. they just know the cave system, and, like, they go down, like, the Mammoth Cave, and it takes them into the Hollow Earth or something like that good possibility my god could you imagine a bigfoot market in the hollow earth like they're exchanging beads and shit like (laughs) just different flowers and twigs and pine cones shit that they find (laughs) a lamp like the humans use this yeah like camp campers here yeah oh man they'd shit over a nutri-grain bar Well, I think the Nutri-Grain bar might cause some, well... That's that Jack Links. Yeah. That's what they're after, right. my bad. Jack Links, yeah, man. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, who's to say? Who's to say? Well, I thought that this theory, because I've heard it several times, and I knew the stories. Obviously, it's always crossed my mind that it's possible, but I thought that the thing was kind of dead in the water as far as... Um, yeah. People believing in it enough to do kind of like what Sims was wanting to do. But as of 2022, (laughs) a team of Hollow Earth advocates, rich Hollow Earth advocates, might I add, are planning the expedition of Sims um, on a nuclear-powered icebreaker boat. They believe that there is a hole in the sea floor underneath the frozen part of Antarctica that will allow them to access the interior of the Earth. You gotta be fucking kidding. No, they're gonna go seven days out from Murmansk, Russia, and out into the middle of the ice ocean with their nuclear-powered icebreaker, and then they're going to repel into it and they plan on documenting and, um, yeah, coming back. When When is this uh, expedition set to begin? Um, the last update was June of this year, so that's when they announced that they are going to be undertaking it. Nothing so, else has been announced so yet. Recent. Yeah, so just last month. <laughs> and they got the money. They're not asking for uh, funds. They're not. They don't need Congress. No. They don't no. need Congresses. It's uh, like Jeff Bezos I and how he say, built a spaceship just so he could go up there and jerk his dick around. I say go for it. What have we got to lose, right? Like, just go for it. You're just drilling a hole in some. Listen, ice. if your government's you out there spending anything, most of the money anything. on like military shit, and the scientists aren't really doing anything, and you got the cash. I say, why the fuck not? That's right. I say, do it. Uh, you got my vote, and I'm I'm genuinely I'm I'm not saying I believe, mm-hmm. but I'm curious. I am curious to see what these theories. That's this whole world has been built. Everything that you see in front of us, this microphone, this computer, this camera, everything that you see was started off and built off of a theory, built off of a hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? They're not right. Well, 
I'm not. I, they I they very say. well could be correct. There is one other proposed theory that I wanted to uh, bring up to you before we end the talking on the Hollow Earth here. This one's a big one, yeah. and which is why I saved it for last. So we know that there are thousands of people that go missing while hiking every year. And if you look at the map, everybody shows the places that people have went missing in national parks, and then you show the cave system map too, and it's almost identical. They got lost in the caves. Oh, yeah. So there are some theories that they did not get lost in caves, that they didn't go in the cave at all, because why the fuck would you that... Lizard people. Whoever lives in the center of the earth, whether it be cryptids or people, are taking them and abducting them into the center of the earth. Whether to be part of the society or just to take them. I mean, it could be. Mm -hmm. An expanse on that exact same theory is that... You know, uh, everybody last, I think it was 2020, whenever the scientists said that they were going to go to the North and South Pole to do tests to see if there were alternate dimensions. Right? Mm. Do you remember that yeah. being announced in 2020? Yeah. It was, it was yeah, amidst the pandemic, and everybody was more worried about the pandemic, but yeah. it was announced. Um, so a lot of conspiracy theorists for Hollow Earth seem to think that they're not looking for an alternate dimension up there. That they why would they go to the North and South Poles for that if they're going to be working with particle machines? They think that they know yeah. that there's a Hollow Earth and that they've been repelling inside and discovering and exploring, researching. Mm -hmm. hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's that's got my that's got me a little more convinced. Mm. That's got me a little more yes. triggered in. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have Bigfoot or uh, Wendigos or Skinwalkers living beneath your feet. Or well, a now, race of humans. You know what? What if that's what causes sinkholes? Mm. Like, uh, like, no, no, like the... <laughs> Like how whenever you build something incorrectly and then the ground gives way, like maybe something, yeah, yeah, just yeah. the structural. Maybe they're down there yeah. digging shit and then they're like, oh, oh fuck! <laughs> now the whole damn yeah, thing's caving in. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god! There's no corpses. There's no corpses. I what? So what's your what's your verdict on Hollow Earth? My verdict on Hollow Earth is, I don't know. I mean, it's. If there is its own, if, it, if there's a mini sun, that still gives the Earth a core, which still supports modern day science. So, I'll say that I think that that theory is possible. Okay. Okay. If there's a core, and they think that it's the sun for this ecosystem and to keep Earth alive um, then yeah. I'll agree yeah. that maybe there's something in there I'm still not fully convinced but I'm very intrigued I, I do want to see this expedition take place <laughs> I hope that they come back with a what lot of research what if they don't come back at all I, 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 that's what I, my, my third thing I was going to say is I hope that they don't die I hope they come back uh, win or loss win lose or draw mm. you tried mm -hmm. You tried, and that's all that matters. 
in my opinion. Maybe there's lizard people living in the center of the earth, everybody. Maybe they're just down there getting warm and growing be. their cabbages. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Why do they eat cabbages? Why cabbages? <laughs> I don't know what the hell you grow <laughs> in the center of the earth. <laughs> oh, God, they're eating cabbages. Mm. Uh, but on the flip side of our adventure here, it's time that we leave the cold-ass yeah. north and south poles. We've got to keep on Burr, going. Bitch. I'm looking for something that might have a little bit more proof to existing. Something that uh. is massively worldwide known to have existed and then disappeared. So now scientists are saying, eh, it was never there. I'm talking about lost yeah. civilizations, Chad. That's what I'm talking about. It's 100% correct. Mm -hmm. You are correct, sir. You are correct. Well, react take off shirt now um i'm gonna talk to you guys just a little bit about one of my personal favorite we're gonna talk about a lot of lost cities uh but one of my personal favorites one of the lesser knowns unless you played the the video game uncharted 3 you may not have heard of this one the atlantis of the sands now, Justin, have you heard of the Atlantis of the Sands? So, whenever you were telling me about the Atlantis of the Sands, you just mentioned what lost city you wanted to dive further into. Uh, I thought you were talking mm -hmm. about the lost city of the Kalahari. Yeah. So, it's very similar. Very similar. Um, it's actually on the uh, southern Arabian Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's 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 near like yeah the southern like about three thousand miles inland they they suspect um, the Atlantis of the Sands refers to the legendary lost city of the Arabian Peninsula thought to have been destroyed by God for everybody's wait 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 are we talking about fucking Sodom and Gomorrah uh, no what no no that that was well I mean it's the same thing that was right. For, uh, I mean, essentially, it's the same thing. Um, well, year kind of, one. Just different names. Ladies, year open one, up. Man. We got no foreskins. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going around giving away free circumcisions. <laughs> Whoever wants one. He said, I shall oh cut the God. tip of my penis with my knife. I'll be a man. <laughs> okay, sorry. Not Sodom uh, and Gomorrah. Not so, Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, so, so it's not quite Sodom and Gomorrah, but I could see why people would kind of get these two mixed up. This one was more known for their their riches and their, their city of gold and things like that. And uh, potentially, if you go off of the video game Uncharted, maybe the Fountain of Youth. Um, um, at least I think it was the Fountain of Youth. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, the, the, the name was actually the Lost City of Ubar was uh, coined by one T.E. Lawrence. Some may know him as Lawrence of Arabia. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's well, if anybody knows day. about lost kingdoms in Arabia, it would have to be Lawrence of Arabia. It, it would have to be Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, some people believe that it is located in the Rubicali Desert. Um, Rubicali Desert is also known as the Empty Quarter. It's a vast area of sand dunes covering most of the southern third of the Arabian Peninsula, like we had talked about before, in uh, some parts of Omar. I actually don't know where that is. In Yemen. If you know where Yemen is, then... Um, My God, we need uh, so. the Arabian Nights song from Aladdin playing right now. Arabian Nights! 
Black Arabian Day. Yeah, we need it. So here's what's fascinating about this one. Not a lot of people other than T.E. Lawrence has gone out to hunt for it. Uh, T.E. Lawrence did claim at one point in time that he saw the city and he one day hoped to return to said city. Uh, unfortunately, he was uh, killed in a motorcycle accident before he could return. Um, and the secrets kind of died with him. Now, a lot of people theorize just maybe that T.E. Lawrence was murdered by a higher power hmm. uh, for knowing such things exist. Now, my question is, why would someone want to kill a man just because he knows where a lost city is? Well, I think that if somebody's talking about that theory, that it wouldn't be somebody that they're just saying that a higher power intervened and had them killed so that... Because the land is so cursed? Maybe. Could be. Could be. Some people think the Illuminati had the man killed. Why? What the fuck would uh, they have to do with the Arabian kingdom that's went missing thousands of years ago? <laughs> it, it's, 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 I think it's because they want what's in there. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, if you know where it is, they might want those secrets. Uh, on May 13th, 1935, Lawrence was fatally injured in an accident. Um, it was actually in London, I believe, or Paris. <laughs> well, they do have a history for often people while they're driving. They cut a few breaks. They do cut a few breaks, plant a few bombs. Yeah, you fuck with like the royal that. family. You fuck around and find out. Yeah, you fuck around and Hide your kids, hide your wife. Because they do that shit too. Epstein. Uh, to everybody out mm-hmm. there. Um, anyway... He, he did, you know, he never got to go back, and, and I feel like it's kind of, that's where the trail of the Atlantis of the Sands kind of dies. So my question to you is, one, why has no one ever gone back to see, to find this place, first of all? I have my theories. Two, um, what the hell was in there? What was in that city? That's what I want to know. And three... Was it just a mirage that Mr. Lawrence saw out there in the desert? Mm. I mean, it gets hot in Texas. <laughs> it gets, if it gets hot in Texas, can you imagine it, Arabia? It gets hot. It gets hot in Arabia, boys. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. What, what do you think? What do you think? So, I don't know if I believe that it was cursed in any way. I don't see the government covering it up unless they've. A, got a base there, or B, it changes something huge about religion. Um, you know, like the Catholic Church. Mm. We're talking uh, Da Vinci Code-esque, like maybe the Catholic Church is often people. Maybe it's not the Illuminati. Uh, maybe there's like shit there that, that changes something about uh, religion. Maybe that would be something. I mean, that's the only thing I could think to keep to want to keep people away. Now, something that you said is why hasn't anybody went to look for it? I'm going to answer your question with another question because on the episode of Expedition Unknown, when Josh Gates and that dude go to the Kalahari Desert, the only thing that they do is retrace the steps of a dude that said that he saw it. The dude never got to go back. The same dude uh, that invented the movie theater seat that springs up for all of you people out there. 
Yeah. He, yeah. Um, I can't remember his name, but he saw this while like he was traveling either. across South Africa uh, and never went back, and everybody thought he was full of shit. James yeah. Hilton. James so Hilton. Josh and this dude don't have a map of any sort. They're just going by pictures that he took while he was on the trail and going by his journal. So why doesn't somebody do this exact same thing? Because they discovered the Kalahari city. I don't know. I I don't know. I I mean, it's that that's a good that's a good way to look at it. Why can't they just go back? Just trace why steps. Can't we, and once again, well, see, another theory is that it was swallowed by the sands. That's so. And then it's like that. I expect has happened to a lot of different civilizations. Kind of the same as like the Amazon. Uh, is the jungle is swallowing some because they just found 600 more cities in the Amazon uh, after doing yeah. a laser search, uh, and the jungle has overtaken it. And we're talking cities that connected to each other, that had paved roads yeah. and pit stops yeah. where there were stores on these paved roads and shit. Like, so if the Amazon's doing that, then why can't the desert do that? Oh, yeah, and I, I think that, you know, after a little bit of time, nature tends to reclaim what's mm-hmm. it's, you know. Uh, Mother Nature can be a cruel, cruel bitch. And, uh, yeah. well, you know, you, if you try to build something in an uninhabitable land, it's bound to get lost in the sense of time. Let me... I mean, let's just be real. That's crazy, though. You know, just because it's just like, it's it's erased. It's like the the... Wonders of the world. Many of those have disappeared. Yeah. There's not many of those anymore. It, it would be as if someone said, okay, the Great Wall of China, right? Mm-hmm. Massive. You can see it from space. One day, caretaking on it just subsides. Like, no one's taking care of this. Everybody just abandons it. Does Mother Nature reclaim it? You bet your sweet bippy Mother Nature is going to reclaim it. We had a really good... What happens then? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say what happens then. It becomes part of history. Mm-hmm. It becomes part of legend, really. Did it exist? We don't know. Could it have existed? Maybe. There's this chunk of wall here. We kind of got um, a vision of that happening during the pandemic of nature retaking stuff back. Because when everybody was on lockdown and the streets and the cities were empty, you started seeing deer and wild animals running through the middle of fucking cities. Like, and... yeah. The yeah. water started clearing itself up and stuff. So it's ready at any point in time that we're ready to stop building shit and doing all the things that we do. The Earth's ready to take the shit back, which makes me wonder if all these cities the Earth just took back. Maybe they were just like too fucking great or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, possibly. I it's it's really hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. This is just, it's always one of the ones that fascinated me the most. And I think the reason it's so fascinating to me is just because of the lack of information about yeah. it. You know, it's it's like, th- that's more intriguing to me than something that's got pages upon pages upon pages of information that I could sit for days and days on end and research. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know why, because there's a mystery element to it. And there's a chance that it's undiscovered, untapped, and it's still out there. 
So. so there's there's plenty of things to try to discover if you're into archaeology and stuff. Used to back in I used to oh, think yeah. that maybe there's no reason to even be an archaeologist anymore because everything's been discovered, but that's far from the case. Which brings me to my chosen lost city. We didn't want to go easy and go to Atlantis because we know that that's one of the main ones and that one you could probably yeah. expand on for a whole episode. So my lost city that I wanted to throw out there is Camelot. Love that because I had completely forgotten that that was even considered a lost city until you mentioned mm-hmm. it. Fucking love that. So it's funny because being the uh, expedition unknown aficionado that you and I are, this ties into something else too. Because essentially, Camelot people, uh, scholars, they regard it as being entirely fictional. But yeah. these same scholars also regard King Arthur being entirely fictional. And as we saw in Expedition Unknown, that, sir, is not... Well, it is possibly not true. Um, yeah. King. So Camelot and King Arthur, both of them, were thought up in the 15th century. It was uh, France romance novels that were put out that they kept popping up in and... And Camelot was this magical town where there's always romance and justice and knights in shining armor. Uh, So, was Camelot real is my big question. And the reason that I say that it could be real is because after watching the stuff about King Arthur and finding out that it's very, very likely that he was real, but it's a different time period. We're not talking knights in shining armor, which means that Camelot didn't have knights in shining armor. Uh, we're talking Braveheart style. And that King Arthur was yeah. a fucking pagan king. That he was a pagan, a Scotsman, a king. <laughs> Maybe not a Scotsman, but he was a pagan, for damn sure. <laughs> Did he have a Merlin? <laughs> you know, like, uh, there's a possibility See, he had a Merlin. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole magic part that we've not even dove into yeah. but oh there's a so if my my whole thing is i mean because we could talk about king arthur we could go on and on uh but essentially they've come to find that there is a man that was um had a name that was similar to king arthur and he lived way further back than the 15th century like i said no knots and shining armor and things like that we're talking kilts we're talking uh tunics uh like um leather shields and stuff like that and that would have been the king arthur and then the sword and the stone was just him taking over the kingdom and standing on the rock that overlooked the kingdom uh and so camelot is that the city that used to exist where they were on top of the hill that's what i think um i'm pretty sure uh josh gates and a few other individuals didn't they do like a an echo? What do they call it for the ground? Uh, it's, ground it's penetrating similar to, radar. Um, that it's it's like a ground penetrating um, lidar. Yeah, yeah, lidar. they did the lidar. Yeah, um, they did the lidar, and I thought that they started finding like uh, remnants of where structures could have, or maybe even still are. You are correct. Uh, at Campbell. Yes, sir. So, um, so yeah. they where they were at is in South Wales in uh in britain and 
Very green. Yes, and it was near one of three Roman legionary forts because they were finding like old Roman forts as they were riding on the horses. Um, mm-hmm. And this is typically where the Celtic people lived in this area. So that also hints that uh, Camelot would have been a Celtic city. Um, but essentially, they're finding this used-to-be-built wall that's the earth is trying to take back and people are starting to think that this is where Camelot was and that it was everything that they said it was but not in the time period that everybody placed it in yeah yeah I mean there's a good possibility um this one's a lot harder I think because with the desert the desert would just swallow it up. It's gone, lost in memory mm-hmm. and time. This is a lot harder because the fact that people tend... I mean, look at what we do as a human society. We we, we tear down, we build up in its place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe something was just built in its place once again and then reconstructed and reconstructed and constantly until it's, like, buried so deep. Yeah. How, how do we know some, some old farmer in, in Britain didn't just, like, jump onto his tractor and plow over and old shitty bricks i'm yeah. trying to plant some yeah. potatoes the fuck are you doing i just want to grow yeah. my carrot <laughs> he's, he, he's he's just knocking on fucking bricks and throwing them yeah i i mean he probably there's a good possibility that's the, the hell's a sword doing um, here and he threw, <laughs> a wizard's robe <laughs> who the oh, fuck leaves wrong. a crystal ball in the field uh, gypsies <laughs> I didn't vote for him <laughs> it's, it's uh so yeah yeah I mean I think that Camelot stands a good chance of I think it stands a better chance of being real than uh the Atlantis of the Sands if I'm being 100% honest with you I think if I think that Camelot has a better chance of being found because in the that in the too. desert it's like where did I see that again oh it was over by that pile of sand or was it by that pile of fucking sand yeah, it's all the same. Unless there's like a sandstorm and you like uh we're talking the mummy Brendan Fraser where it just unveils Hominoptera. Yep. Like uh yeah. you'd have to have yeah. something like that, which I mean, I guess that's a possibility. What if this city that you were talking about is like Hominoptera? What if that's what, could be. What could if be. that's where Emotip yeah. is and then those dudes in the black <laughs> uh masks and stuff come out and kill people. Oh. That's Keep it. them away. That's what it is. That's that's who they gathered tea down. Just they use, brat, they use brat. that falcon, <laughs> the magi. Yeah, the magi. Yeah. yeah, that was it. The magi. The magi put an end <laughs> they to him. Fucked quick. him up. Uh, oh no! So real quick, before we get in our final moments here, to end, or I guess round off our discussion of lost civilizations, I'm wanting to tie these two together. We were talking about the Earth taking so. back these civilizations. What if Earth is taking them back? What if we get to the hollow earth, we go into the center of the earth, and you see a fucking half-crumbled Atlantis sitting down there, you see fucking Camelot, you see all of them in different parts of the hollow earth. That would be insane, dude. (laughs) Fucking, yeah. And people are just living? That they've just been down there this whole time? That would be What if they never knew that that they were on the inside? Because they yeah. didn't fly yeah, at that like point. This is, they didn't know. Yeah. So what if they just, they've just been down there and they're just been like, we've been living for years. 
This is what we do. We heard explosions. Yeah. No, that's we didn't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Technology is like at a still. Yeah, they're them. just still like, doing it's swords and shields out of oh. like cast iron and shit like that. Jesus. How wild. We'd find a way to fuck it up as humans, as, as you know, oh, modern yeah. age. Humans. Yeah, 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 yeah. We would come in bringing drugs Starbucks and all kinds and of shit. Yeah, Starbucks, McDonald's, <laughs> cocaine, meth. Yeah, I was going to say, can you imagine introducing them to cocaine? <laughs> They'd be on meth. They'd be polishing every stone in Atlantis down there, damn it. Oh, my but if, God. But if, if there was really a species, British. they'd be extinct. We'd kill them off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we would. We would, for sure. Um, as we wrap this up, hit me with some news there, Big Daddy. I don't really have a lot left. Uh, Rob Zombie released a full-color preview movie poster, and it looks good of the Munsters. Um, I'm actually thinking that he's not going to do this any harm. I think he's going to keep it as original as possible. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen it, just check out the colorful official poster for the Munsters movie by Rob Zombie. It's pretty neat. Did you? I, I don't want to cut you off, um, but did you see what John Carpenter had said about Rob Zombie's Halloween? No, recently? I did not. So apparently, he didn't like it. He said obviously. that um, he made him. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, John Carpenter went out on a limb and said, "You made him too monstrous, too big, and you took away all the mystique that uh, Michael was. He's supposed to be a force of nature, and you've ruined mm. it." What do you, what's your opinion on that? I liked how big he was. I thought okay. that that made him more threatening. Uh, and I liked... I really... And I know a lot of people didn't. I really liked seeing him as a kid killing a classmate in the middle of the woods. I thought that was kind of fucking cool. That was brutal. Yeah, beat him with that stump. Yeah, so I thought that that was really a neat look into it. Um, but other than that, I didn't like it. I mean, it. it's it's a take. It's a take. I, I got to go with my boy, John Carpenter. Oh, yeah. Though, yeah, for sure. Because uh, OG all the mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, my dogs are freaking out. No, you're good. Back, you're good. So. Well, the only <laughs> other part of Halloween news that I had left is uh, Shaquille O'Neal is bringing Shacktoberfest, <laughs> the Halloween event, to Long Beach. Aurora. <laughs> That's... <laughs> It's Aurora. Oh, I forgot the, the whole fucking saying that she does. I forgot it. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Shacktoberfest.com is where you can check out the stuff. What is it? I don't fucking know. But Shaq's got a video about it. It looks like a haunted house, but it also looks like a carnival. Um, it's going to be Long Beach, like I said. It's going to be located at the historic Queen Mary, which is pretty cool. But... Maybe he'll do ghost hunting tours or something. Ghost hunting tours? I mean, it shows beverages. I see kids. I see haunted houses. I think it's like a kid-friendly Halloween Coachella. Could be fun. Yeah. I might go. I might go. I don't know. I'm I mean, the close. Queen Mary would be cool because it'd be cool to stay on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other yeah, than that, though, I, that's all the Halloween news I've got for this week. All right. Well... Until next week, everybody, just remember to keep it spooky. Tune in here. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok now. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually don't know our TikTok yeah, name. It's, it's Halloween365 Podcast. Oh, yep. oh, is it? Okay, so there you go. Follow us on TikTok. 
Follow us everywhere that you can get your your podcast on Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Anchor, uh, Google mm-hmm. Podcasts. Uh, we're everywhere. I think we're everywhere, yeah. but Amazon. No, we, we are. We're on, on Amazon. We're know, on Audible. We're everywhere, baby. Oh. oh, there you go. We're everywhere, baby. We're taking over the world. Uh, tune in in two weeks when we finally come to our one-year anniversary. And tune in next week, too, while you're at it. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but the summer adventure rolls on full steam mm-hmm. ahead more content keep it spooky everyone